Welcome to the Sharkpreneur Podcast with Kevin Harrington and Seth Green. Kevin Harrington is the inventor of the infomercial, one of the original sharks from the hit TV show Shark Tank, and has generated over $5 billion in TV and digital direct response sales. Seth Green is the world's first trusted authority on cutting-edge direct response marketing, a best-selling author, and the only three-time Marketer of the Year nominee. On the podcast, Kevin and Seth interview sharkpreneurs who share straight talk on what it takes to explode your business. Why do so many businesses struggle while others seem to explode overnight? Do you wish you had the secret to this type of exponential growth? Now, I've scaled more than 20 businesses to over $100 million, and it's not just luck. In my new book with Mark Tim, Mentor to Millions, you'll learn the repeatable framework I use in all my business ventures for massive success. Order at KevinMentor.com and get over $1,000 in bonuses. Head to KevinMentor.com. Welcome to the Sharkpreneur Show. This is your co-host, Seth Green. Today, I've got the good fortune to be joined by Eric Elliott, the Chief Inspiration Officer. Eric, let's go back in time a little bit. First of all, thanks for joining us on the show. No, thanks for having me, man. I appreciate it. I appreciate the invite, man. Of course. Now, back in 2009, you started VIP Marketing and Advertising, your integrated digital marketing and advertising agency. What'd you do before that? And why'd you start VIP? You know, I think like every agency owner, we kind of become agency owners by accident. You know, Um, I worked in broadcast TV, television uh, in the sales department. And prior to that, I worked in uh, radio sales. So I did media sales, traditional media sales before getting into the ad agency space. Okay. And what inspired you to start your agency? Crazy story, right? Uh, it was uh, September 21st. Uh, the vice president of the TV station walked into the sales pit and said, that, hey, we had made our budgets for the year. And none of the managers called a client to say thank you, right? Then none of them called the client to say thank you. And I just, I felt like I wanted to be more of an advocate for the client versus just, you know, pushing a product, you know, uh, nothing against the, the traditional salespeople at all, but I wanted to be more of a client advocate. And so when I left out, I went to Walmart, I bought a laptop from Toshiba, I went on Craigslist, which was popular at the time, bought a desk. Uh, found my logo online and like a Google doing some Google images. And there was my company, man, you know, so I was an agency owner by accident. Well, congratulations. And obviously it's been 11 years since then. So things have yeah. worked out. Uh, tell us a little bit, cause you built yourself kind of an interesting niche. You don't take every business that can fog a mirror and write a check. Talk a little bit about the couple in the industries that you work in. Uh, awesome. Um, what happened was, uh, they kind of found us, you know, it was before I was really a generalist, meaning we would do anyone who would kind of fog a mirror. And then, uh, you know, some of the talents that we had, we had kind of acquired, we started utilizing them in different platforms and in for different silos like uh, automotive and then medical and then legal, which was, which is one now that's really uh, done it for us and really helped grow our business a lot more. Uh, and I found that some of the things that we did for on the general side, we could apply it to kind of specialize for like a law firm and to the law firm people, they were like, you guys are geniuses, but we were already doing it in other industries. And so that's what helped us to kind of say like, you know what, these are the three areas that we want to go with, but don't get me wrong. I mean, we'll still have, you know, some companies that will 
reach out to us who are, are not in those fields. Um, and it's just a matter of, can they be a good business partner and can we be a good business partner to them and can we service and serve them? And then we go from there. So, I mean, it's been great for us. I, I love the areas that we work in. And what it does is uh, we're working with people who have the resources to be able to fund their expectations. Uh, and also we're, we're allowed to be creative and really truly market, you know what I mean? And that's what's missing in marketing is true marketing. Awesome. Let's dive deep into that because I think you're onto something and I'm right. That's going to be a quote. What marketing is missing is the actual marketing. So dive a little deeper. What do you mean by that? Well, I think so many people, they're focusing on buying ads. They're not thinking about having a lasting impression or how do they want to be remembered or, or, you know, going back to kind of the bare bones and foundation of things like what's your unique selling position. And some people, they advertise so much that they forget to market themselves. And that's where the issue is. I think it's, it's almost like high blood pressure. You know what I mean? Um, they start going after, they start taking care of it when it starts giving them a headache or something's wrong. They don't do the things in advance so that they never get high blood pressure when it, if you kind of compare that to marketing. It's like, do those things, uh, you know, brand yourself, have a, a proper style guide, do those things upfront in advance so that you never have to panic promote yourself. And that's what I mean by uh, there's marketing missing in marketing. That is absolutely true. Now, what other than, so it sounds like a lot of folks are probably guilty of, hey, let's, I see a shiny new object. Let's test that new ad type. Let's test that new social network. Yeah. It's all about the tactic. And you're yeah. saying, let's start with the strategy. And then that obviously informs what the tactics end up being, right? Yeah. Um, I tell our team, right? A client pays us for two things. They pay us to strategize and execute that strategy. That's it. In a nutshell, I mean, there's so many things that kind of fall under that strategy and there's a lot of things that actually fall under that execution. So for us, the first thing you want to know when you're marketing for a client is who am I marketing to? How do I find them? What do they look like? What is their persona like? The same way an agency would say, hey, what's our client persona? The client needs to think like, what's their persona? Use those analytics to kind of find out what the habits are of your people, you know, what the gender is, how they identify, what kind of uh, activities they participate in, those things can kind of help you to say, you know what, my core customer is exactly, uh, is not who I thought it was, but it's someone else. That makes a lot of sense. You talked about what you tell your team, talk about the team. How did you start? When did you make your first hire? And how has your process of attracting, retaining and training talent changed and evolved over the years? Awesome. My first employee was my wife. At some point it was like, uh, you know, I, I'm too busy. I need some help. Um, and when we started hiring people, I didn't have a clue on what it was. I just, I was hiring for bodies. Uh, and I think as we evolved more, you know, I was told them I want to hire, train, and motivate the best sale, the best team is what I want. Hire, train, and motivate the best team. And we take care of our clients. So um, I, I started to kind of learn more on the position, really what I need and look for what the business needed. And I kind of, just said, this is where I want to go. I want to get this seat because this is the need that I have versus just saying, I want to hire 20 or 12 or 15 more bodies in my building. You had to say, I want to get the right person, put them in the right seat. And that's where I started out. But in the beginning, I had no clue. I would just say, oh, I need someone. I'm busy. I got to hire someone and not have a clue. But before you hire anyone, you have to know exactly like, what do I want this person to do? 
because if you bring them in the building, you are doing them and their career a disservice. So how, once you've got that right person in the right seat, how do you train them? How does your training or management system work to teach them what to do and when to do it and how to do it? We develop processes. Man, that's an awesome question. And, and it's, if you had caught me two, two or three years ago, I would tell you like, I have no clue. It's just, we're just good. So um, we developed something, we use a, something called a train you I'm sure you probably heard of that. Yes. And what we did was we just said, you know what, let's just be experts at what we do. So we started putting down the one, two, threes and fours of what we do. Like, okay, how do we follow it with the lead? Follow these steps. How do we bring in a new client? Let's follow these steps. How do we do a kickoff call? Let's follow these steps. And what I started to do was develop the processes, then teach the processes, right? Um, and another thing that we really do that, that I love is every Friday we shut down. We don't take calls uh, from noon to about two and we do what we call lunch and learn. Everyone's bringing something to the table, something new, regardless if it's in digital, the social world, the traditional world. And I want our team to have continuous learning. Because if we're doing continuous marketing and improvement for our clients, we have to do continuous learning. So that takes place every week. We've never missed a week. Well, we have, we have missed I, some weeks. Christmas and New Year's. I'm going to yeah. implement, I'm going to add that to our agency, almost like a digital marketer, wicked smart contest. I think an internal one. I think that's a great idea. And I'm kicking myself that we haven't done it. So what do you like best about what you do? Teaching. I think I like I like teaching most because when you teach, you you actually find out how much you know, you know, and I also like learning. So teaching and learning, I have some mentors in the business as well. Uh, and I've learned like some of the things that I thought was the right thing to do aren't always the right thing to do. Um, and I want to learn on how to have a better culture. So those are some of the things I like doing. I, I love to be able to teach our team and I like learning from them because I learn from them just as well. Absolutely. I'd love for you to teach us for a minute. I find we learn more from avoiding other people's mistakes than we do trying to emulate their successes. What's one of the biggest challenges you've had to overcome as an agency owner and how'd you do it and what'd you learn from it? Pricing. Pricing was one of the biggest things. Um, I didn't value our time and I didn't value our services in the beginning. I would say that's one of the big things that I had to overcome. And then I would look at some of those agencies and say, wow, look at where they are. But instead, I need to kind of say like, okay, you know what, instead of trying to jumpstart to say, I want to be exactly where they are, I want to follow the trail of smoke that they left behind to see how they got there, right? Um, and I started getting mentors. So I have some mentors still 10 years into it, I still have mentors. And what I would do is I ask them questions, how do you price? How do you price better? Um, and what we did in our shop was our pricing used to look like a, a restaurant menu when you go to like, you know, one of the taco stands, man. It was like, you want a number 149? I got it. I can do it. <laughs> and so it's like, you have to change those things and simplify your menu and deliver on those things really, really well. Think of uh, a place like uh, Five Guys. You ever heard of Five Guys, the burger? I have been there. We have one down the street. Right. And it's not a huge menu, but they're just going to tell you, you know what, we're going to do these burgers and we're going to do them the same way. We're just going to do them really, really well. And that's what I want to do for us. I want our menu small, but I want us to perfect the dishes that we serve. Small menu, perfect dishes. I love it. You're full of golden nuggets with all the success you've achieved. What's your biggest challenge now? People. It's always people. It will always be people. Um, it's not marketing. It's not digital. It's not, you know, a new software that you have to embrace. It's always people because um, times change, they change. 
their habits change, their needs change. Uh, so it's going to always be people. I, I think, uh, you know, I could, I could bring someone in at any level and kind of spend time with them. And if they have the passion for it, you can teach them. Um, but I would say people, that is the hardest thing that you'd have to deal with in any business. I, I would say looking as an outsider looking in, the of the three verticals you mentioned, law is probably the trickiest one due to compliance and other reasons like that. Can you give us an example of a law firm, if you don't have to name their name, but kind of what they came to you to solve and how your results worked out? Well, it's, it's issues. I, I always like to know the problems. It, it, you know, and, I, and I wouldn't say that an agency, you get paid to solve a problem, right? Um, if you have an issue with your knee and you go to the doctor and he fixes your knee, he's solving your problem. And I think for, for us, even when, without mentioning a name, it was if an agency had an issue getting their case count up daily, or even on the weekends, we would just implement strategies to be able to bring the calls and the case counts up. So that's what I would say. I, I don't think law is as hard. You know, it just depends on if you have the right law firm. That's what, that's what the issue is. I mean, because you can have someone who has uh, uh, unreasonable expectations according to whatever the resources that they're giving you. And then you can have someone who has unreasonable expectations, but they give you an enormous amount of resources and you can achieve their goals. So I would just say it's got to be the right law firm. Absolutely. Now, what you are a marketer's marketer. How do you market your own business? How do you attract those clients? I, I say this, and this is going to be the title of the book, and, and it's called uh, I'm a Marketer, Not a Magician. And the truth is um, we have to market ourselves because I think any kind of client or prospect that's looking at us to solve their problems, they want to see if we're solving our own, right? I can't say that we are a social media agency when our social media sucks or we don't understand what's going on. You just can't do that. So the things that clients are looking for from you, they're going to look to see if you do that for yourself, right? You can't say, hey, I do high-end video production and then your video production looks like you just bought a JVC from Walmart and you started filming. So they want to look to you to see if you're solving those same problems in yourself. But for us, you have to have a strategy to say you want to be able to attract, build leads, and convert people. Keep it ABC. That is awesome. I love it. Fascinating interview. For our folks who want to learn more about you and all of the different things you do, because you have your fingers in a lot of pies, where is the best a central lot. place for them to go find you? Awesome. Awesome, man. Uh, you can go to www. Does anyone say www anymore? I don't think so. All right, let's stop doing that. You can go to heyimeric.com. That's H-E-Y-I-M-E-R-I-C.com. Or go to wecraftcreative.com. That's our video production company. Uh, or go to veryimportantplacement.com. Awesome. This has been Seth Green for Sharkpreneur with Eric Elliott. Eric, thanks so much for joining us. Seth, thanks for having me. It was amazing being with you, man. I appreciate it. Thanks, everybody, for watching or listening. And we'll talk or see you next time. Do you need money to fund your idea, product, or service? Are you ready to take your business to the next level but need capital to get it done? Kevin Harrington has heard more than 50,000 pitches and knows how to help you make the perfect pitch to get the funding for your entrepreneurial dream. He's distilled the process down in his perfect pitch cheat sheet and it's yours for free. Just text PITCH to him right now at 727-888-2100. Text PITCH to 727-888-2100 right now and claim your free 
perfect pitch cheat sheet. Text PITCH to 727-888-2100 to start funding your dream today. This show has been produced by Market Domination, LLC. To discover how you can have your own show completely done for you and turn it into a real published book and become the authority in your marketplace, go to www.marketdominationllc.com slash podcast offer. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.